Hey, welcome back to another podcast. I'm Jason Manchester, and today <clears throat> I have the pleasure of speaking with David Brazen from uh, South Carolina, I believe. And uh, we're going to dive into a little bit of a uh, little bit of health and fitness again. I did one of a couple podcasts ago, and uh, had some really good information on how we could kind of beat this whole COVID nineteen thing, even though the gyms were not open at the time. And I know that they're coming open now, but I think a lot of people are still practicing that social distancing. David, how you doing, man? Good, man. I'm doing great. Thank you for, for having me on. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on and taking the time. Um, so, yeah, we'll just get into it, man. I mean, this whole uh, COVID-19 thing, I know it's had some people kind of, uh, you know, the gyms have closed because of it, or they were. I know here um, they're, they're starting to open back up, but they're practicing social distancing, which I don't know how that goes in a gym really, but, um, I mean, how does that, how has that been affecting you? I know you're pretty big into this, so how's that affected you? Well, um, you know, I have a few clients, you know, that I train one-on-one and, you know, for, for the regular bodybuilder, you know, let's, let's talk about like, you know, conscious prep for a second, you know, it's been a pretty big hit because, you know, they're doing national shows, you know, getting ready for, you know, professional shows. So it's, it's, it's a big, change for them you know like going into like heavy hard intense you know intense training to you know at home workout with bands or you know whatever equipment they have um for some others you know it's the perfect time to you know you know deload a little you know clean their systems you know get back you know into a more of a healthier routine you know let's say they were holistic you know for a lack of a better word uh, for me personally, it's been, um, you know, I, I made it work. You know, I found some equipment, you know, working out of the back of my truck. Use because I don't want to use, you know, my, you know, let's say my resources to like to go to a gym, you know, not to get that, you know, the owners in trouble or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been um, interesting to see how. You know, people have overcome, you know, the, this difficulty, you know, over this time, you know? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, obviously at a gym, you're, everybody's touching all the equipment. And, you know, supposedly this thing is transmitted through, I mean, or it can stay on the, you know, on different types of surfaces for a long time. So, I mean, I know that's a big reason why they had to close. Plus, it's hard to not be in a gym and not be within six feet of somebody at any given Absolutely. time. But, I mean, the most important part, really, I guess, is for, is you know, just it's staying motivated, you know, what, when you go to the gym, it, it's that, you know, holding yourself accountable. You have to, if you do it in the morning, obviously you get up in the morning, you got to go to the gym, you got to knock it out and then you carry on with the rest of your day. But, you know, I think a lot of people could lose that motivation. I mean, how, if, if obviously you're a, you're a fitness coach, how do you, how do you motivate your clients to, to stay, you know, stay up on what they've been doing and, and what they've achieved up to the point of when this whole COVID-19 thing hit. I'm going to have to say that the biggest thing when it comes to coaching, you know, a client or a competitor through this time is communication. It's, it's, you know, that's the only way you can, you know, have him, you know, give him that support. It's like, I'm here with you. I'm going through the same thing. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it. You know? You know, I have, you know, first time competitors that, you know, we had to like, you know, slow down the, you know, the, the push a little bit just because, you know, I don't want them to get discouraged, you know, like get ready for the show and, oh, wow, you know, the show is canceled. 
but mm-hmm. I also have, you know, pro competitors that, you know, we're just pushing like nothing has happened. And I'm prepping all my clients as this show was still on. You know, so, you know, some might need a little, um, you know, reinforcement here and there, just like stay on track. But other than that, man, it's just like, you know, I, I, I text them every single day, you know, yeah. you know, the 60, 70 people that I coach is like every morning. It's like, Hey, how's it going? Are we on track? You just, you know, like text me, I'm here to help. So that's one of the things that coaches really need to focus on is like clients don't just pay us to like get them ready for the show. It's more, it's also a lifestyle coaching, uh, um, and a, a, a mental toughness, you know, coaching as well, because when it comes to like the sport of bodybuilding, it's you know it's 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 a 24 7 sport it's not used you know when you're at the gym yeah so this is the time when you know you truly test you know that person's you know um you know mentality to see if they're really if they really want it yeah so um you're a fitness coach do you so do you focus mainly on on bodybuilding I know, I know you uh, do contest prep and stuff like that, but is that basically what your, your coaching is around is, is just getting people prepared for, for bodybuilding or for the, uh, for the contest and stuff? I, I have, you know, quite a few athletes, you know, competitive bodybuilders, um, NPC, WMBF and WBFF are the biggest federations that I work with, but, um, I play professional soccer. So, you know, I help, you know, professional athletes as well, not just, you know, in the, in the, in the fitness industry, but, you know, at sports in general. Um, and my, my biggest, um, one of the things that I really enjoy doing the most is helping, you know, clients with medical conditions. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like someone going to, you know, to, let's say, uh, you know, a doctor's care, blood glucose is, you know, up to the roof and they just put him in, you know, some kind of medication. Mm-hmm. I want to show that, you know, with the right diet, the right training, um, you know, we can, you know, fix many things and, you know, many health issues that people might be carrying just because they've been, you know, they don't have the right information, you know? Yeah. It's funny you say that because um, I'm, I'm a pretty big believer in, in, um, diet can change the way that you feel and fix a lot of the problems that you may have. Um, I'm not a big going to a doctor with and getting, getting on pills or, or I, I, you know, I've done a lot of, a lot of research lately and, you know, my wife's vegan. So that's kind of what got me more into that. Um, I've always worked out and stuff, but I've never paid attention to the, uh, to the diet, except for what, you know, the majority of people do, you know, it's, you know, give me the protein, let me cut the carbs, let me, you know, the whole, you know how it is. But the more I got into what my wife was doing as being a vegan and, you know, watching documentaries and, and doing some research on how that could really, uh, really could change, you know, your life. If you have, you know, no matter what it is, it could be diabetes or, or whatever, but, um, with you, you know, since you said that, I mean, do you, are you, so you're pretty big into, into not just your normal diets, but diets that could fix people other absolutely. than. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I actually, I went on a rant a few days ago, um, because, you know, let's, you know, let's be, you know, let's talk about fitness specifically when it comes to like diet, you know, you know, there, you know, there's too many people that call themselves coaches because, they can diet someone down, 
is because, you know, they might put that person in a caloric deficit. But the thing is, like, there is so much more than just getting lean. It's, you know, knowing how you feel. You know, how can you improve that person's health and life based on the nutrition? You know, you know, not everyone is a low-carb dieter. You know, not everyone is a, you know, high-fat dieter. It's like you need to know what works for that person. And, you know, you, know, you, you have to, like, learn that person's body. And, you know, it's, it's not just about being in shape physically, but also mentally. Yeah. All that goes into it for sure. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fitness coach, but I, I try to pay as much attention, you know, to all that as, as possible. Um, but I, you know, I think that's good that, you know, you take that look, um, as far as not just doing your, your typical diet, like you said before at the beginning is, you know, a lot of people I think get, they get lulled into this, the same old diet that has been around for, you know, 30 or 40 years, you know, and it really doesn't do, to me, it doesn't do a whole lot for you. I mean, obviously it may help you build your muscle if you're high protein and all that kind of stuff. But I think when you really dig down into your nutrition, you know, there's just so much, it goes so much deeper than just looking at, Hey, I got to eat, eat this much, uh, this much meat, you know, I got to cut this rice out, cut this bread out and all that kind of stuff. But I think it just goes a lot deeper than, uh, than your normal diet. And I think, uh, you know, people need to be educated on that. So it's definitely good that you, you take that route. Cause I just think, um, going back to what you said, there's, there's a lot of coaches out there that think they know nutrition and they really don't, you know? Um, I don't think there's, I think there's quite a few people probably that do, you know, try to teach nutrition that haven't, really been certified don't you have to be certified to do that um to well i mean you don't have to to be certified you know certified to do anything you know on instagram yeah. so you know you can just call yourself uh you know a prep coach and put it on your profile yeah and you know you just make it look pretty put a few you know you know you know before and after pictures and you might look like you know what you're doing but you know certifications will help but it's more of a you know a life experience. Yeah. You know, how many people have you helped? Right. And, you know, it's, you know, a track record. I encourage all my clients or anybody's clients to, you know, before hiring a coach, reach out to the people that they've helped. Mm -hmm. You know, how was your experience with this person? You know, you know, and just text somebody else, somebody else. It's like, Hey, how was your diet approach? How was your cardio? Do you enjoy it? Do you like it? You know, that coach, he, you know, he shouldn't get upset, you know, because you're, you know, researching about their, you know, their service. So that's, that's another thing, you know, like, you know, you have to do your research before you start working with somebody. Yeah. Because again, you know, Instagram lies sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's like a lot of people put their entrepreneur on their Instagram. Oh yeah. You know, and then they go stand in front of a plane, <clears throat> like they make a lot of money, but <laughs> you know, they're still struggling. So Hey, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been a fitness coach? Well, I started my fitness career when I started playing soccer at the age of six. Um, I signed my my professional contract at 16 years old when I, you know, I'm from Venezuela. Okay. So I signed my contract there and I've been, you know, into bodybuilding basically my whole life because where I train, it was a, you know, a big, you know, bodybuilding gym. And I always wanted to be the biggest soccer player. Right. You know, and I started learning about it, you know, at 15 years old. And my first client was my dad. 
Wow. You know, I got him into a pretty good shape. Then my mom. And I started coaching, you know, all my teammates for free. Like, I wasn't trying to make any money out of this. Nothing. I just wanted to, you know, be the person that they came to for, you know, nutrition knowledge. You know, I used to get in shape. And mm -hmm. I never charged a dime. It wasn't until, until I moved to the States that, you know, people started to, like, you know, they wanted me to train them. I wouldn't charge. It's like, here, I'm going to pay you this. And you charge me. And then, you know, your business took off. So... It's been approximately, you know, seven years that I've been, you know, working with clients of all sports, all, you know, ages, races, you know, it's, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. I mean, it's, how do you mean, how do you stay motivated? Cause you know, I know like I work out, I don't work out like that. I'm not a bodybuilder, but I, I work out to stay <clears throat> in shape, kind of stay lean and stuff like that, you know, um, to not get fat. Right. And, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, you know, so you get on this trend of getting into your your rhythm where you're you're going to the gym on a regular basis or, you know, working out at home a little bit if you can and you you stay on track, but at some point, I mean, you can lose that. You know, it's it's I mean, you've been doing it for a long time, obviously. I mean, how do you stay motivated that that long every day? Or do you kind of fall off and go, you know what, I'm gonna take a break. I don't I don't feel like I'm gonna take, you know, a week off or two weeks off <clears throat> and just kinda relax or do you just stay at it like day after day yeah I, I, a break is always needed just you know to reset you know see what you want to do next but uh, for me it's 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 a lifestyle you know i mean sometimes i go you know without working out for three days but i stay active yeah you know your body might need a break you know that's okay you know sometimes i follow my own nutrition but you know the the goal is to you know you know pick your head back up and say all right i need to get back to it um, and also because I, I, I have a commitment, you know, I feel like I owe it to the people that I help, you know, I can ask them to be on, on track hundred percent when I can do it myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So as long as I'm helping people, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to it. And it's, I love to, you know, have someone work with me and they say, I want to look like you. So, you know, that's one of my biggest things is, is inspiring, you know, the people, the people around me. But do you run across those people um, that they come in? Now, do you do you take on like new clients, like people that just want to get into working out or are you? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I help anybody that wants to get better. So do you have you you run into people that come in and go, hey, you know, we'll, we'll just say some some guy comes in. He's. 160 and he goes I want to be 200 pounds and just jacked you know and he get, and you go okay well you know I mean what you know how long are you I mean are you, are you into this he goes, well I need to do this by the summertime I mean you ever run into people like that <laughs> I always hear I always when I was working out pretty hard I always run across somebody that goes yeah I need to lose 20 pounds and this month and then I need to get jacked by the summer and it's like May you know and they think it's going to be something that happens in a month or, you know, just over a short period of time. I get, I get that pretty often. So I used to work at a gym here in Charleston. Um, not going to name it, you know, because of like, you know, reasons, you know, right. But, uh, um, I was the, the personal training director and I mean, I was in contest shape, you know, for like six months, I was doing show after show after show and I'll get guys, you know, come to me and say, Hey, you know, I, I want to look like you by, by July, I have, you know, 4th of July, you know, boat party or whatever. It's like, 
all right, you can, you can do it, but it's going to take you three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It won't be it, this July. It'll be next yeah, July. There, there, there's no shortcut for, for what we do. And, and it's, it's like, you know, the, people don't understand how important their nutrition is. Yeah. And, and not just that. So, you know, you'll get the two extremes. One is the guy who wants to be really lean. And the other one is the other guy who wants to be really big. And, you know, mm-hmm. they wants to get, you know, like, you know, 250 pounds. Yeah. And then you ask them, it's like, how much do you eat? Like, oh man, I'm eating a lot of food. So much food. I can finish it. So what was your first meal? Oh, well, uh, my first meal, they don't know what they ate. So, you know, they want to get the results without putting in the work. Yeah. Well, so that's, <clears throat> that's the biggest thing we're going to run into. Yeah, I know. It's, um, I don't know that it just, it, I was just curious about it. It amazes me how people think that it, it happens overnight. I mean, it's like you said, it's a lifestyle. It's not, yeah. you can't come in and go, you know what? I won't hit this thing hard. Go to the gym. You hit it hard for say three or four weeks. And then next thing you know, you know, that same guy's like, he'll come in once this week, once next week. And you see that a lot at the beginning of the year, you know, that's everybody's goal getting fit then two yeah. months later there you never see him at the gym again but <clears throat> yeah it's just so many times you you know people see like yourself and they go man yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get in the gym and look like that and it's they don't understand how long you've been doing it the commitment that you've put into it it's a lifestyle it's not just throwing around you know weights it's also in the in the kitchen it, it's what you eat what you put inside your body you know, so it, it has, uh, it plays into a big part of it. No matter how you want to look, if you want to lose weight and get lean and, and all ripped up, you know, then, you know, that plays a part in it too. But um, it's, so with that being said, I like to ask this um, when, with, with people that are so deep into it like you are, are you, um, <clears throat> what's your feelings on when it comes to diet nutrition um so you got your food and then you got supplements or do you you i mean are you a big believer in supplements or both or or you you go lean more towards the uh towards the food well supplements will always be needed if they're needed right you know the 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 worst is there are supplements so you know before you think about taking anything you know you have to make sure that you know your food is 100 percent and your training is 100 percent Supplements won't do anything if those other two are not, you know, and, you know, um, congruent when it comes to like working a hundred percent. Yeah. There is no other way around it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I've, I, I don't get deep into supplements, but I do take some. Um, but I think it's just cause I, I lack in other areas. I don't go crazy with them. You know, I don't have like, you know, $600 worth of supplements <clears throat> yeah. in the, uh, in the cupboard, but I do, I do try to make up with some other stuff, but I was, I'm always curious about that too. You know, I, know, I think people think that's a shortcut also, you know, they get, they go to the vitamin shop or wherever and they think that they can buy all this, uh, all these supplements to just, you know, get you to where you want to be. And again, we'll, you know, I'll say it, it's, it's not about, um, there is no magic pill, I guess is the easiest way to say it. I mean, it's, it is a lifestyle. So, and obviously you've been doing it for a long time. Um, and you said you were a soccer player uh, or you, yeah. you still are soccer. I mean, you still no, playing professionally. I, unfortunately, I destroyed my knees. Uh, yeah. Um, and you know, I had a short career, but, um, until, uh, 
up to this point, I'm still the youngest Venezuelan soccer player soccer player to sign a contract in the United States. So wow. where was that? Where did cool. you play? Uh, I didn't get to play, but um, I signed a contract with Philadelphia Union. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, unfortunately, you know, I went home um, and got injured playing there, so I never got to play in the MLS. But you know, I was I was drafted, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's more than a lot of people get. You know, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens. So, uh, you, how about any other sports? Did you play anything else growing up, or were you just pretty actually, much? Stuck I soccer? actually growing up playing baseball. Yeah. You know, that's the that's our biggest sport. So, you know, you you go into that. Um, I was pretty active. Um, I played baseball. You know, at the same time, I was playing soccer, and my hobby was to play tennis. Tennis. So, wow. Yeah, and also another thing that you know I was really big on was um, you know mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we have amazing trails back home. So, you know, mountain biking, you know, dirt bikes, it's it's a big thing for us. So, you know, there was I, I spent my time doing outside activities, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, that's uh mountain biking will do it for you. I'm sure you know, I've never been to Venezuela before, but seen pictures, so um I'm sure there are some nice places, mountains and stuff like that to go up and down. That'll definitely get you in shape for sure burn the calories anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah. So how do you feel about, uh, I mean, are y'all's gyms opening around there? They're opening. Here. No, not yet. They're not. How are they, uh, how is South Carolina looking with that? Um, well, um, you know, the governor said that, you know, you know, within the next few weeks, you know, everything is going to start opening back up. Um, I look at it, you know, from two points of views. So I'm going to look at it from like, you know, the bodybuilder that really wants to get back to the gym and, you know, like get back to training and all that because they have a show coming up. I understand, you know, they have the itch to come back and train like they used to. But, you know, I also look at it as like, are we really really ready to like open back up? Right. You know, we're we're one of the, you know, the the states that luckily had one of the lowest, you know, uh, you know, rates when it comes to like you know the 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 cases yeah but it's like you know i i i really want to get back to the gym it's my life but i I used to think like the cases will go back up yeah i kind of feel that way too you know it's like you won't have everybody cooperating with with the rules and you know the all the all the the protocols that you have to follow to stay somewhat you know, safe or away from the virus. Yeah. So I love, I love everything to like you to get, you know, get back to, to normal. You know, there are so many small businesses and small gyms that they're going to have to shut down because they don't have the, you know, the income, yeah. you know, or, you know, the revenue coming in to like stay open. Yep. But, you know, once they open back up, they're going to have to close, close again because cases in South Carolina will go. So it can get worse. You know, yeah, it's it's like you know you you don't I don't honestly don't know what to say, you know. But you know, are you um <clears throat> so are you compete? You still competing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was taking the year off, but um, the the Dwayne Johnson um he's promoting a show in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Athleticon. Okay. It's gonna be October eleventh. And that's a show only open for non-U.S. residents. Really? For you know, it's a it's an international show. Hmm. So you know that kind of like gave me the itch to get back on the stage. 
Now, when so, you're so when you're competing, are you are you still training other people? Um, I try not to, um, because you know it. it I'm, I'm used to it already. I've done it, you know, for a long time. But it it also takes a toll in your, you know, in your your thinking. You know, at the moment of making, you know, decisions on like how to make, you know, how to change someone's diet when you're so depleted and so tired, have to do, you know, so much cardio. You know, it's it's really tough. You know, it's it's really hard to make decisions. So I try to avoid competing when my when I have, you know, people doing shows. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it'd be pretty tough to, to keep your. Yeah, but right. I mean, right now, I honestly don't know if there are gonna be shows this year. Yeah, Again, I, I, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't think there would be. Yeah, I still have all my clients getting ready as the shows were still going on, but you know we don't know what's gonna happen. You know, the shows that they were planning on doing were moved to you know the end of August yeah. when they were supposed to be in two weeks, May sixteenth. Right. So. So anyway, three you know three months of dieting, three months of getting ready, three months of like you know suffering. It takes a lot of suffering to like you know you know you know do pro shows. Yeah. So, so I was watching this documentary the other day <clears throat> about Ronnie Coleman. Okay, I know you know who that is. Absolutely. Uh, um, I mean, the dude was just—he was like on another level, you know. <laughs> um. How do you have you have you seen any documentary? He's got one out. I've seen them all. I've seen them okay. all. Okay, so I mean, it's a shame to see what happened to his body um, after what he put it through. So as I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, every you know everybody who's involved in bodybuilding, they put their bodies through this just crazy transformation, up and down, up and down. I have, I have some <clears throat> really good friends that have been in bodybuilding. Um, comp- competing and all that kind of stuff for, for years. And it, you know, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Cause it seems like you put your body through so much. It's to me, it's kind of dramatic, I guess, from the ups and downs, but and you, and you look at what happened to him. Now I know that probably doesn't happen to everybody, but what he's you know, subjected his body to, to be the best in the world, maybe the best of all time. And then, now he's like, you know, he uses crutches to walk around. I mean, does that ever come across your mind that you may be that way in another 20 years if you keep it up? Well, um, at least for myself, um, you know, I will never get to that, you know, point to that stage. Um, just, just because, you know, I, I, I truly enjoy coaching my clients more than I love competing. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, you know, it's like, you know, I want to have a family. I want to have kids. I want to be able to enjoy all that. So if that means that I have to like quit bodybuilding and take my training down, I will. Yeah. And, um, just, you know, put it out there. I know for a fact, like it's, there will never be a person like Ronnie Coleman walking yeah. the state ever again. Dude was huge. Man. And, and if you ask him if it will go through the same thing to be a times Mr. Olympia and the best of all time, I think he'll do it. Yeah. I don't think he regrets anything that he did. No, I don't think he regrets it. <laughs> I mean, you could see it in his face and even when he talked, he didn't regret it. I think he loved looking back at what he accomplished. I mean, it's, uh, it's actually pretty amazing what he did. Um, you know, what, what he, what he did, how he did it uh, and how he was so far above everybody else. Uh, even the people that talked about him, you know, they talked about how, you know, they would see like Arnold 
you know, throwing weights around. It was still nowhere near what Ronnie Coleman could do in the gym. So I, bought, I saw him in person yeah. in 2005. And I have never seen anybody bigger than this, than this human. It was just insane. You couldn't believe that he was a human. Yeah, he's he's big. Yeah, so you, you could tell. I mean, when he they showed him in his cop uniform when he was a, he was a police officer, yeah. and you know, I mean, I, I, they they had to have it specially made. I, they had to. I mean, it was just I don't know. It's amazing to see people like that, and I think there's so many people out there that don't realize what goes into it. You know, we I said it before. I mean, it's there is no magic pill. Um, I know the first thing. Uh, well, I'll get to this in a second, but I'll just say there is no magic pill and it takes a lot and they see what people put their bodies through and, and then, you know, how it could come out the other end. For some people, it doesn't work out very well. It didn't work out very well uh, well for um, Ronnie Coleman, but he seems like he's pretty happy and or was happy looking at all the stuff that he accomplished. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think he would do it again. Um, but what I was getting at, was, you know, with him doing that and no magic pill and all this kind of stuff, you know there's always that talk. You know, when people see you, first thing they think about is, you know, how much how many steroids is that dude on? You yeah. know, and you don't even have to be big. If you just have if you just you can just be kind of ripped, you know, just define like no, you know, your body fat's low. First people think or first thing people think is dude's doing steroids. You know, and I know that's come across to you at some point. I know somebody has asked you or you've heard people talking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's not just that. It's like, you know, some people have, you know, the nerve to come to you and ask you, hey, what do you take and how much you take and where do I buy it? Right. You know, again, you know, those are, you know, you know, performance, performance enhancing drugs are, again, a supplement. Mm-hmm. They will help for sure. But again, nutrition and training will always be first. Yeah, but it just um, it's it's it pisses you off though, you know, uh, thinking yeah, yeah. that the work and that you put in, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm so used to I'm so used to the to you know to that you know to that uh, question. It's like I try to educate you know whoever asks me if you know you know they're you know they're they're willing to listen. Um, I do not recommend anyone to use it. I it's just like it's it's a very personal opinion right you know i never encourage anyone to use illegal drugs i use them you know i i admit it but it's 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 a very personal decision and you you i i, I don't think you know you know the the drugs are, are are needed if you're not a competitive you know bodybuilder there there is no reason why and you know a, a, an average guy that just goes to the gym to look good is using you know enhancing drugs it's just yeah. it, it, i just i don't know why that would cross someone's mind yeah <laughs> but do don't they i mean they drug test pretty pretty hard don't they for these contests or i mean um npc npcs uh uh, uh it's it's non uh tested wmbf it's it's very very you know they go deep you know, you have to go to uh, the, uh, the the line test. I forgot the name of it. Uh, a polygraph? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, you have to do a, a a P test. You know, it's it's pretty big. Uh, I I like that federation, but again, you know, NPC IBB is the biggest and best federation in the world, and those are not drug tested. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that that question comes around anybody, you know, who looks like you know they you know they have a few pounds on them. On one year two lane, like you said, it's it's always gonna be there. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you feel about um people who who work out like that and they're and they're vegan and they claim to have been vegan for a long time? You think you could still look like that without having to without you know um yeah you know, a lot of people who work out like you do they they pack it on with with meat, chicken, fish, all this stuff. And then you have other people that claim they're, they're vegan and they've been doing it for years and they're just, they're jacked too. I mean, you think there's something that goes along with that? Like you think people are misled with the, with the nutritional part or do you think? I, you know, you won't see again, you know, going back to bodybuilding, you won't see, you know, a 220, 250 pound bodybuilder who got there being vegan. Right. It's, it's not possible. Is because you don't have any complete source of protein, you know, with, you know, with being plant-based. But, you know, once you have built a foundation, mm-hmm. you know, eating meat for you know 25 years of your life, and then you decide to go vegan, you know, that's, uh, I mean, you're gonna keep, you know, your your muscle, you you're gonna lose fullness, and you know, you're just gonna slowly start, you know, downsizing. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's, um, I'm I'm not against, you know, the veganism. Actually, I think it's it's a great diet. You know, for some people, not for everyone. Right. But yeah, I was just I've I've seen and <clears throat> I've done some research on that too, and I see where people not not necessarily starting to to be a vegan, and then all of a sudden they go be a bodybuilder, and they you know they're you know in in form like you know you would be I guess if you're in competition. But I have I have seen people that have decided to go that route after, like you said, start. You know, they have a, fa- a good foundation. And you still see that they they kind of keep what they have, and I, yeah, I think they'll oh, lose I, some, you know, I, I, some body absolutely, fat. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If you know you will lose, you know, just in a few years, what have you built and worked for, you know, in the past twenty? Yeah, it's well, just, just not going to happen. Yeah, it's just um, it's interesting, uh, and the only reason I got into looking at stuff like that, like I said, because my wife is vegan and. Uh, she does some working as she runs and stuff like that too. And, and she goes to the gym and <clears throat> I don't, I try to do it. I don't do it a hundred percent. Uh, she cooks well like that. So I do a lot of, um, I eat what, obviously what she cooks here. So, but I, I've still, you know, it's hard to stay away from, you know, the chicken, no red meat really for me, but check chicken and, and fish, things like that. So, and it's not often, but I still have to eat it. Um, it's hard for me to say, you know, no completely, but, um, so yeah, I've always been, I've just always been interested in how, how people that are, you know, way into bodybuilding, how they feel about that whole, um, that nutritional value that you could get, um, or if you could get that nutritional value from being a vegan or even a vegetarian, really. I mean, uh, cause you take away so much, um, high protein, uh, food. Obviously, you have to if you're eating plant based, you have to eat a lot more to bring in the uh, the grams of protein that you need. Correct. To yeah. build the muscle, so um, just I don't know. It's kind of fascinating to me. So, plus you get people on both sides that just argue the shit out of the point. You know, nobody's right oh, yeah, or wrong, yeah. but yeah. Um, but you know, so um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to. I know you talked about one time about doing some. 
doing some photography and stuff like that. Maybe some videography stuff, man. I, I'm yeah. Once, once, once we open back up, I'm going to definitely have to like drive down to Savannah and you know, get some work done. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm, I'm kind of jonesing for, it. I've been sitting in the house for four weeks, you know, and I hadn't been able to do anything. I hadn't been able to hardly work. And, um, you know, I mean, you work from home, but you sit in front of the computer most of the day and, um, just looking at stuff that you've been doing and I can't, you know, I want to, I want to get back to doing that stuff. So, uh, I'd love to definitely love to work with you, um, on that for sure. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys get back to y'all's gyms opening and back to working out and, uh, stuff like that. Like I said, I know they've done it here. Uh, I don't know how it's going. I know my gym, the gym that I go to is open, but what do you go in Savannah? I go to uh, the zoo. Okay. I, okay. Um, you I know this guy. Um, yeah. I met this guy actually two years ago. Um, he owns iron bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's, it's a pretty good gym down there. Um, very great equipment. Um, so they have a few, you know, you know, pro bodybuilders in the gym. Um, it's a great atmosphere for sure. Yeah. The only, <clears throat> the only problem with where we go is, uh, it's in, it's in Savannah. See, I, I'm in the pooler area. Okay. So, you know, we have to drive, obviously we drive in town, which is, it could get pretty annoying sometimes. I mean, especially when we have gyms right here by the house, but you know, they have a pretty good setup and, um, they have some, they have some bodybuilders in there. I guess they look like it anyway. I guess some of them, I think <laughs> a couple of them do. I've seen where they train and stuff like that for a uh, competition, but it's not too crazy, but it's kind of a, I guess, a good mix of people. And they have a lot of really good equipment, and they're always updating it and stuff like that. So it's not a bad place to go. Um, I, I enjoy it. It's just the drive sucks because it's like 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. It's an hour on the road. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> I kind of – I like, and I like to get up early to work out. I like to do it and get it out of the way. It makes my day go better. And, you know, it's kind of tough there because once you get up and go, half the morning's gone by the time you get done. So um, then it's time to get to work. But um, I don't know. We're looking at changing maybe, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. The The whole idea is to it's just stay motivated. And I have yeah, somewhere sure. at home and I, I try to do my thing here. <clears throat> but, um, you know, I guess you just got to – not everybody has that uh, – not everybody has the luxury of having weights at home. What's your opinion on that? I mean, what, what could they do in order to uh, just to kind of continue a workout and, and not lose some of the stuff that they may have gained before? They, the best uh, thing to do if you have a few weights at home is just go back to basics, you know, don't complicate, don't overcomplicate things, you know, just reach out to some, if you, you know, if you don't have any knowledge about training, just reach out to someone who you think that could know something, maybe invest, you know, like, you know, an online program, you know, don't 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 waste your money. That do your research first, um, and you know, I mean, go from there. It's it's. I'm I'm training at home. You know, I bought yeah. some weights. I, I keep them in my truck because I live in an apartment. Yeah. And you know, I used to go down to my to my parking garage every day and train there. Y'all don't have the apartment complex doesn't have a gym, or it just doesn't have everything in it. It's close. It's close. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess I would. <laughs> See, I mean, I yeah. don't know. You just forget about it. You take yeah, it for granted. All everything. this stuff is you take for granted what you you get to use on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, so so how would it? How would somebody uh, go about getting in touch with you or or getting involved with having you help them? 
on their fitness career? Well, the easiest thing will always be, you know, reach out through Instagram or my, or my email. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, you know, we could put it in the description somewhere so people can look at it. Um, you know, Instagram is, you know, the easiest way to reach, you know, again, email, you know, I'm on it 24 seven. Yeah. You get most of your clients from there. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I work with, I have, you know, people in Australia, China, France. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have clients and, you know, it's pretty abroad. So you do know, you do, I mean, I have. do you do like, do you do phone calls, zoom, or, I mean, do you do like online train? I mean, how do you do your online training? So everything is done through email and, uh, you know, text, you know, I allow my clients to like have my phone number and text me whenever they want. Right. Um, again, like, like I said at the beginning of, you know, of the podcast, communication is key, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes I might not look at my email for, you know, two or three hours, but if they're, you know, they have an emergency, you know, I won't be able to solve much, but you know, if I can give them a quick answer, I think that'll be, you know, a great value for them. So is it, uh, five to seven days a week? What are you, um, are you, uh, do you, do you think that people should, is is it an every other day thing or should people work out like say five days and then take a day off or are you one of those or do you believe it it really depends? It really depends on, on their goal. I mean, my one thing that I've been doing for years um, you know, that I see now coaches start doing it because I guess they did some research is your step count. You know, mm. sometimes I don't work out, but I make sure I get my steps in. It's, you know, it's, you know, based on metabolic rate, you know, like, you know, everything that you can do just by walking and staying active is very important. Um, you know, three to five days, I think it's plenty Yeah. for anybody. Well, um, they say active 30 minutes a day you know, stay active. If you can't work out, like work out, work out, if, you know, 30 minute, some kind of activity, you know, oh, absolutely. For sure. Walking or running yeah. or whatever. You just, you know, make sure that you're staying active. I know you you know, sitting on the couch waiting for, or at the desk, you're just waiting for your time to work out, to come around and then go train. It's like, you know, you just take a lap around the building, you know, walk the dogs. If you have a dog, you stay active. That's, that's a very important when it comes to this. Yeah. And especially with the situation we're in now, it can help you stay motivated as long as you're getting up and getting around, you know, moving, doing something. Yeah. If you don't have, if you don't have, you know, you know, a fitness facility that you can go to or, you know, the equipment at home that you can use, you know, go use whenever you just get outside, you know, do, do some sprints, run, walk, just stay active. Um, you know, you, 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 know, you don't need to find motivation in someone else. You know, you're your yeah. own motivation. That's right. So if you want to get to the best shape of your life, you have to look at yourself. And instead of like hating your body for the way you look, it's like, I love my body. So I need to make it better. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all, it's, in, it's really, it is, it's in your head. I mean, if you don't want to go work out or you don't go work, that's your, it's your decision. You know, it's not anybody else's. Nobody said, Hey, don't go work out today. Let's go drink a 12 pack of beer. You know, it's, it's easy. That's why I try to get my workout in the morning time. That way it's done. It helps me get through the day better. But at the same time, when it comes to the afternoon workouts, there's so many things that could happen in between the morning and that time that can make you go, okay, I can't go work out today because now I have to go here or do this. So I don't know. I guess if I had one suggestion, I'd tell people to work out early in the morning. (laughs) So, um, 
I can always get, I don't know, for some reason it makes me feel better, but that's, I'm, I'll stick to that. But um, anyway, well, hey, man, I mean, I, I really, I'm glad I got to talk to you. I know we've we've messaged back and forth uh, quite some time, and, and it's really good, uh, it's good to talk to you and kind of pick your brain a little bit on, on the you, whole man, really, I, bodybuilding yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, man, that's been great. I really appreciate you having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. When you make it down here, let me know. Um, like I said, I'm ready. So anytime you need some stuff done, I'm all for it, man. We'll, uh, Love it, man. Thank you. We'll Thank you. I really it. appreciate it. Yeah, man. And uh, we'll we'll stay in touch and, you know, stay safe out there. And hopefully you guys will get back to normal here soon. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you. All Thank right, you bye. so much. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. All right. There you have it. David Brazen. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on again. And, um, man, I mean, he's just, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge. I mean, that's what he does. So uh, if you don't follow him, uh, go check him out on Instagram at David Brazen Pro. Uh, he's a uh, contest prep coach. We talked about all that. His lifestyle coaching, you heard. Uh, it's It's what he does. He's been doing it for a long time, been doing it throughout most of his life. <clears throat> um you know, bodybuilding, uh, it's what he wanted to do. It's a lifestyle. You know, we touched on that and that's what it's all about. And that's what people, I think, uh, some people fail to realize is that it's a lifestyle. It's not a quick fix. It's not a, in three months, you know, I want to go, I want to, I want to have my beach body, you know, in, in three months. Um, it just, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way people like this commit to it their entire life. So, and that's a big part of it. You know, if you want to, if you want to get in shape, you know, and and look, you know, better than you ever have, whether it's, you want to be ripped up or you want to be a bodybuilder, it's a lifestyle. You have to change your life. You know, you have to do this day to day, week to week, month to month. It's what it's all about. You know, and if you want to, and you need to, uh, to have somebody, uh, kind of help you through this, you know, Dave is a type of person that um, that's what he does. You know, some people can't hold their self accountable and you have to be able to do that in order to stick with it. You know, holding yourself accountable is, is sometimes hard for people. And, you know, having to do that and get up early in the morning, go knock your workout um, out so that you can get on with the rest of your day because if you put it off to the afternoon, you know, and this is my opinion, it's just there's so many things that could happen throughout the day that could change, you know, the course of what you're doing throughout the day. So you may get to six o'clock and go, I don't want to work out now. I'm too tired. Don't feel like it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll make it up tomorrow. Next thing you know, three or four days in and you've missed almost the entire week. So, and it doesn't take long, you know, and the next thing you know, you're out of it for a while. And, um, you know, it's, it's about consistency. That's what it's about. And, uh, you know, whether it's with weightlifting and, uh, and your diet, you know, diet is, is key. So being consistent with that, it helps tremendously. And, and what you eat, you know, what you consume is a huge part of how you're going to look. It just is. I mean, it's, I think there's a lot of people that fail to realize that they think they can continue to eat what they want to eat. And then they work out and they don't see results. They get you know, they just get defeated and it's like, oh, I'm not going to work out anymore. I can't, it's not worth it. My body is just, I can't do it. But you get somebody like this, do some research, you know, get you a coach 
and they, they put you into a situation for you to succeed. So um, as you do that, um, you'll start to see results. And as you see results, you're going to continue to want to build on what you're doing. So um, it's just, again, it's about consistency. So check out, um, check out his Instagram page at David Brazen Pro. And let's do our part. And it seems like there's there's some light at the end of the tunnel for this. And maybe we'll all be able to get back to the gym. So uh, let's do our part. Uh, stay clean. Wash your damn hands. And uh, I'll see you on the next podcast. Peace. Thank you.